0: Hello, and welcome to the Headache Doctor Podcast. We're on this podcast. It's our mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your neck, headache, or migraine and dependence on medication. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about military neck. Maybe you've been diagnosed with military neck and you kind of understand what that means. Maybe you've just been told you have a reduced curvature through your spine and uh, that, that scares you a little bit. You don't understand where that comes from, why you have this problem, or even what to do about it. So what we're going to do on today's podcast, is we're going to talk about military neck. We're going to talk about what it is, the uh, misconceptions or the misunderstandings around it. If you do a Google search on the internet trying to understand it, it's you're just going to get lost in the weeds. It's not going to be very helpful. And so we're going to talk about why this happens from a physical therapy perspective, from uh, what we know of to be true here at Novara Headache Center after our years of, uh, and many, many patients that we've worked on that have this condition that present with headaches and migraines, we're going to talk about from that experience what we've learned, and it's going to be very practical for you guys listening. You're going to be able to uh, do some things, change some things at home today, even listening to the podcast that will help uh, restore that normal curvature and reduce the amount of stress that's running through your spine, causing a lot of these symptoms that you have. Okay. So, first off, military neck, what is it? Well, it's an abnormal curve of the spine that causes you to look like you're standing at attention. So, it's uh, not necessarily that people in the military are more prone to military neck. It's not named that because. Um, because military members are more prone to it, it's named that because it's like you're standing at attention. It's like your your neck has lost the normal what we call lordotic curvature, and so it's it's straight. When you look at it on X ray MRI, uh, the the normal curvature of the of the neck in particular has been lost. All right, so we're going to break that down. Understand what that means. Um, when you do a Google search and try to understand what causes it. The internet says general wear and tear of the bones, ligaments, and vertebral discs, uh, can cause military neck. Um, honestly, that's just, I don't know it that there's so much wrong with that statement. Um, and it's so, it's so general. It's such a general statement. I don't know how that's helpful to anyone. Um, what do you do with that? I mean, if you've been told you have military neck and then you look on the internet, like that's that's what the internet's got for you. So, um, you need the Headache Doctor podcast and me to tell you <laughs> what uh, what's going on here. So, it also says that people may develop the condition if the vertebrae in the neck become weak and fragile. Uh, so, what they're talking about there is more like osteoporosis. If um, later on in life, if the if your bone density has been reduced and your bones are kind of fragile. You can have these sort of micro fractures, which, um, change the, the like amount of spacing. Well, it's more the, the bone itself, the vertebrae itself, uh, will become compressed and it changes the, uh, the curvature of the spine. But for most people, that's not what's happening for most people just over time, the stress on their neck will change the curvature of their neck. And so that's what, um, that's what we're going to talk about. Okay, so when it comes to outside of the internet and providing an actual helpful uh, description of what's happening here, uh, we're going to get kind of nuanced, okay? So I'll I'll try to, I'm going to talk about different muscles uh, within the body and how they uh, pull on the spine and the function of these different muscles, and so I'll uh, break them all down for you as we go, but let's just do a little test to start out here because- When we think of military neck, we often think of, well, let's say screen time, looking down at a phone. There's images online of uh, people looking down at their phone, and and it naturally will reduce the curvature of your neck when you look down. It straightens it out, okay? So uh, is that the problem? Is looking at a phone the problem? Well, I would would say that it uh, should play into it. I mean, changing the stress on our neck and uh, moving our head forward, we know that that uh, at least a 15-degree forward head position doubles the perceived weight on the neck, so we're adding stress and we're reducing that normal curvature. So if we do that over time, it it should impact it. But I think there's something more going on here, and I think it has to do with sitting. And sitting, in particular, when we try to sit and then sit up straight, Uh, There, there are a few things that I think are changing, and we're pulling and asking our body to do that, eventually leads to us losing the the mid cervical curvature, the the curvature through our neck. Okay, so let's uh, let's do a little like show and tell or practice with me. So you're maybe sitting in your car, sitting uh, at your workstation. Uh, If you're not sitting, that's great. Keep moving around. But if you're sitting, I want you to walk through this with me. All right. So when we sit, generally we lose the curvature in our low back. That's why we have things like lumbar supports, uh, or the chair that will have a lumbar support, uh, or the little automatic thing in your car. So, um, when you sit your back, your low back will kind of flatten out and maybe your, your pelvis kind of tips back and you become more of a rounded back. All right. So it's not this, uh, you don't have the nice arch, um through your low back, all right, so it rounds, okay? So uh, let's go ahead and just sort of slump back into the chair a little bit, all right? So the, the back just sort of rest, relax against the back of the chair. Now when we think of mid back, let's go up the spine. Now if we're in that position and sitting and then we try to sit up straight, what we need to do uh, to accomplish that is to pull our shoulders back. And so when we pull our shoulders back, we're actually flattening out the mid back, okay? Now, it looks like we're sitting up straighter, which in our minds is like, okay, this is a good thing. I'm going to help my neck out by sitting up straighter. But as we continue up the spine, as we've sort of flattened out and lost the curvature through the low back, because we've sort of relaxed, uh, we've then tried to sit up straight. And to do that, we pull our shoulders back and we flatten out the mid-back. And then as we go up to the neck, what do you think happens there? Well, the, the neck will straighten out as well, okay, because the angle of pull of the muscles from the shoulders are now, they, they have to rely a little bit on the neck to even just accomplish that upright position. It's not a natural sort of relaxed um, posture to be in. And so you're you're accomplishing being in a, in a good, well, I don't want to say good, but in an upright posture, all right, which everyone knows is better than being slouched or have a forward head position, but you're doing it while sacrificing sort of the the normal resting position of the spine, which adds stress and tension to different muscle groups within the shoulders and ultimately to the neck, okay? And then your spine is sort of straightening out. So it's not like the low back has its curvature and so the mid-back needs to lose its and then the neck loses its curvature, all right? So- we're we're upright we might look like we have good posture but we've sort of we've done it in a way where we're actually asking our body to do more than it should we're asking our spine to be in a position that it wouldn't normally necessarily be in all right so when that happens we see two things we see a loss of curvature through the neck but also potentially a loss of curvature through the mid back so the mid back has to flatten out and generally When we see this, people are aware of their posture. They've probably spent years and years or decades uh, pulling their shoulders back. And so they're fighting this tension that's pulling their shoulders forward. A few of the muscle groups that do that would be the pecs, but also the lats. The lats are really important in this conversation. The lats run from the low back, kind of the, so yeah, the low back, uh, even your sacrum, and they run all the way up, kind of around the sides, and they insert into the front of our arm bone, all right? So they span the length of most of our spine past our rib cage, and then they insert into uh, the arm bone, okay? And so when the lats are tight, it'll pull the shoulders forward, okay? Okay. Hey guys, if you are listening to this podcast, the chances are you have headaches or migraines and you're searching for relief outside of medication. Well, maybe you've tried different products on the market or devices, traction units, things like that, but they haven't really scratched that itch and provided you with the relief you're looking for. Well, what we've done here at Novera is taken the principles that we teach and abide by in our in-person care. And come up with a product that allows you to apply those same pressures and improving mobility to the upper part of your neck at home. You see, it's called the SAM device, Simple Affordable Migraine Relief. And the device allows you to improve mobility to the upper part of your neck. And we are excited to announce that it's available today on our website visit NoveraHeadacheCenter.com, click on the SAM device page where you can look at videos and learn more about the SAM product and purchase it for yourself and start treating your headaches and migraines more naturally without medication. Again, that's NoveraHeadacheCenter.com and click on the SAM device page to purchase your very own SAM device today. Now, if we lose the the normal curvature through our low back, what it does is it lengthens the lats, all right? So the low back will be lengthening the lats if we sort of slouch. Now, if we try to sit up straight, we're almost like pulling against the lats because when, when the lats are lengthened through our low back, they pull the shoulders forward, all right? And so naturally, it makes it harder for us to sit up straight, and that's why we're fighting. We're sort of fighting the lats uh, in order to sit up straight when we're sitting like that. And because we're fighting, we have to use a level of energy um, and we have to bring in other muscle groups that do the opposite motion. And so oftentimes that would be um, our, our upper traps or levator scapula. So some of that tension will translate up into the neck. So those those two muscle groups run from the top of the shoulder blade up into the neck. Okay. So kind of the, the middle and upper trap. So think like upper mid back into the neck, that kind of coat hanger presentation. Um, those are muscle groups that are going to have to do a little bit more work to compensate from the lats pulling us forward. They kind of pull us back and up. All right. So lats pull us down and in upper trap will kind of, and levator scapula will try to pull us up. So there's sort of that, that counter force that uh, will translate up into the neck. So what that results in is, is pain, irritation. You just don't feel comfortable when you're sitting. Um, you have this reduced curvature through your mid back and also through your neck and your shoulder blades are starting to wing a little bit. So the shoulder blade should rest comfortably on the rib cage. Uh, but because you've sort of lost the, the mid back curvature, the ribs aren't necessarily rounded like they should. And the, the shoulder blades are winging. So the bottom corner of the shoulder blade is sort of like popped up and you have a lot of tension up high in the shoulder blades. And that that could indicate the shoulders aren't very stable. This, this pattern, this compensation has been going on for a long time. And all of it sort of culminates in the neck not being very stable. And so when you think about what's happening in the neck, well, if you lose the normal curvature of, of the neck, it's naturally going to rely more on the the muscles that surround it in order to have stability. You see, the the skeletal structure is set up so that at rest, the 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 muscles don't necessarily have to do a ton. We do have uh, muscles in the neck and throughout our body that help us posturally maintain those positions, but they're not big muscles. They're small muscles, and they're required to do a low amount of load over a long period of time, and so. Postural muscles aren't impressive muscles. They're not the muscles you go to the gym and try to um, bulk up on. They're the muscles that people forget about. Um, But because we forget about them, the body forgets about them too. And so when we're in this position where our neck is straightened out, it's not relying, it's not able to rely on much as like on the natural skeletal position. And so it's, it's relying more on muscles to hold our head up in an upright position. And those muscles would be, Muscles like the scalenes, which run along the side of our neck. They go from the, uh, the mid to upper cervical spine into the ribs. Uh, and then the SCM, which is this muscle that runs um, from kind of the backside right behind the ear, and then it wraps around the side of the neck to the front, and then inserts kind of into our sternum. Okay. So uh, you're probably familiar with that muscle. If you kind of squeeze a trigger point in, in the side or the front side of your neck, uh, the, the SEM muscle does stand out on a lot of people and uh, it's a known site for tension that builds up. And that's because the, the neck is requiring these other muscle groups for the stability that it's sort of lost because of this reduced curvature, which goes back to, um, our, our sitting position, that compensation that's happening, trying to be upright, and it just puts more stress on the system as a whole, but specifically these muscle groups. All right. And then you feel mainly that you just are uncomfortable, um, sitting up, uh, or really just standing or you're, you're just uncomfortable throughout the day. You have to be moving in order to feel some sense of relief. And, uh, cause that, that movement, that dynamic activity is helpful, And so you're not comfortable sitting, you have neck tension, maybe mid back pain, and your head hurts. You have a headache. Okay. So if that sounds like you, um, I hope that makes more sense. And I hope it doesn't paint a bleaker picture because I'm going to tell you what you can start doing to correct it. Okay. Now, first off, we have to think, we have to understand of like, is having military neck, having a reduced curve through the neck. Is that a problem? Well, one of the things that happens in our healthcare system is you'll receive a diagnosis with no explanation of what that even means. And so you're left on your own to research and understand like how bad of a problem this is. And generally people will, um, they'll inflate the severity of their diagnosis in their mind which will will make it worse fear comes with that anxiety all sorts of things that we don't want so is having military neck a problem well i would say we have to look at the clinical picture of the patient in front of us so if someone comes in and says i have military neck it's not as if i it's it's not as if that information isn't helpful but i could i could have an entire evaluation take someone through our treatment process and get them better without ever them disclosing that they have military neck or not. And that's because, uh, one, we'll be able to tell in looking at their posture and the mid back and their neck. Um, but two, just, and it happens oftentimes after people have gone to chiropractors and they'll, I'll take an X-ray and it'll, it'll show, um, reduced curvature and they'll say, okay, you have military neck. And it's almost, uh, I don't want to say all the time, but it can be used in that setting is almost like a scare tactic to motivate you to um, go through their process. But military neck on its own is not necessarily an issue. Okay. Meaning you could have, you, you could be pain-free and functional and have a, a reduced curve through your mid-neck, but if you have it, we have to look at the clinical picture. And so do you have headaches? Do you have neck pain? Uh, Are your shoulders stable? Do you have mid-back issues? Um, How does your neck move? And what type of tension are these neck muscles carrying with them? Okay, that's the type of information uh, we're gonna wanna look for because that's helpful. Those are things we can fix. Now, when it comes to restoring the curvature to the neck, I will say that, um, so there's different, types of neck support pillows and, um, uh, braces and, uh, things that you'll lay on that will potentially, it'll just put your neck in a better position. Now, passively having your neck get used to those positions, that's not a bad thing, but the reason we got here is likely because you actively were pulling yourself into this, um, into this type of posture And so if throughout the day you work at a desk eight hours and then you lay on a dinner roll or um, on a device, on a foam roll or something to try to restore the curvature to your mid neck, I would much rather address all of the things that are causing this and reverse those things as opposed to just get you laying uh, on something that's going to provide a little bit of neck support. It's not a bad thing. It's just, I want to look at it a little bit differently so that you know how to help yourself. Um, So how do we, how do we, how do we solve the problem? How do we address this? Because when it comes to changing posture, it can take a long time. If someone comes in and said, I want you to change my military neck. So like, if I get an x-ray in six weeks, it'll look different. I don't know if I can confidently say that that will happen that someone's neck will look different but their symptoms and what they're feeling should change because if we if we infuse the body with the movement that it's wanting if we take tension off the lats if we stabilize the shoulders so that you can sit and you're comfortable those are the types of things that are important uh, to you i mean it would be nice to you know have a totally normal looking neck on an image but as long as you feel okay, those alarm systems in the body, meaning pain, aren't going off, which means live your life and be aware of it and manage it um, just like you would brushing your teeth to prevent cavities, but don't fixate on on an image that may not look quite right because every, uh, everyone has a little bit different looking spine, and so we have to look at the whole clinical picture, and uh, if you're able to find um, relief and get out of pain and you're functional. I would say largely don't don't worry about that as much. All right, so we want to first, if we're solving this problem at Novera, we want to address lat tension. So every most people we see have a significant amount of lat tension. So if we can do lat stretches, um, one of our favorites here is a um, you're on your hand you're on your knees and elbows, and you kind of force your mid back up, and then sit back under your heels, and you feel a stretch. Okay. You want to work on breathing as well. So when we breathe, we've sort of trained ourselves most of the time to breathe through our upper chest, through our shoulders. Uh, we don't do as good of a job as breathing at breathing through our diaphragm or our mid back. And so we want to breathe through our diaphragm. We want to teach ourselves to expand our mid back. Uh, and that will definitely help with shoulder stability and um, recruiting different muscles when we're breathing. Um, and then we want to increase scapular stability. So what that means is if if the shoulder blades are winging a little bit, we want to get them to lay flat on the rib cage. And improving the stability and really just getting the body to engage these these different muscle groups around the shoulder blade, um, that's, that's the intent. That's what we want to see happen. And so we have different exercises to make that possible. And then, of course, getting mobility back in the neck um, specific segments of the neck so that the neck can move the way it should. Potentially with military neck, you've lost a little bit of the nodding that should happen between the head and the first bone. There should be about 10 degrees of forward nodding. If you've lost that, that could also play into this military neck because when you're looking forward or um, yeah, when you're in that forward head position, the, the head sitting on the first bone doesn't have that motion. So it's got it recruit from the mid portion of the neck. And, uh, therefore you're going to, uh, potentially sacrifice some of the normal curvature just because the upper part is tight. Um, so we want to restore mobility to the neck. We want to increase scapular stability. want to get you breathing through your mid back and we want to reduce lat tension. Now, if you have no idea what that means to do on your own, um, then reach out to us and we'll help you. We work with people virtually from all over. And then of course, in person here in Colorado Springs, uh, or anywhere in the state, we have people that drive in from all over. Uh, we, yeah, the, the thing I want you to take away from this, I want you to be encouraged that if you have military neck, if you've been diagnosed with that, um, that you don't, that there are things that you can control, um, I want you to understand where that comes from. Even sitting, I, I want you standing more. I want you moving more. But if you are sitting, have a little bit of lumbar support so that um, you can more naturally sit up straight rather than fighting your your lats and your pecs and just pulling everything back. I want you to be in a more relaxed, comfortable position when you're sitting. Um, and think about symptoms, think about how you feel, work towards feeling better, functional, the whole clinical picture, rather than just focusing on, uh, one detail of your clinical picture, meaning your x-ray. So don't let that dictate how you feel, um, pursue movement, pursue, uh, the the mobility and the reduced tension give the body what it wants Um, work with us or a physical therapist if you're not really sure what that looks like because that's our expertise and uh, and go from there have confidence Uh, as always on this podcast i appreciate all of you guys as the listeners you allow me to continue to do this work and you come from all over the country to, um, t- to receive treatment here. We work with you guys virtually. Um, many, many of you, many of you, I've, I will never actually work with, but um, maybe you've left a review or you tell your friends about this podcast. I'm very thankful for that. I uh, want you guys to continue doing that because this is a message. These are messages uh, that need to get out. And as always, it's our mission to educate and empower educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast. I know that you have a lot of options and how you spend your time and how you consume information around headaches and migraines. I just wanted a quick ask because the only way that we grow this podcast and continue this mission is if you subscribe, share this podcast, and of course, leave us a five-star review. Those are cherished and it makes my day when I see someone's story come through as a five-star review and how this podcast podcast has been able to help you. Thank you so much again for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast, and I'll see you next week.